Over the coming year, Apple, Google, and Microsoft all say they'll accelerate the availability of passwordless sign-ins. Passwords are like the cockroaches of the internet. They really, despite all of our best efforts, they're very hard to kill off. Apple, Google, and Microsoft were working together to come up with a system to replace passwords. Now, you go to log into your site or your device. You type in your username, aka your email address, then your password, which might just be password. Better check that post-it note. Oh, yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, six for just about everything, including Home Shop Stop, which has been hacked like eight gazillion times now. Thank Kirigan for two-factor. Just gotta wait for that text message, unless there's that SIM swap issue again. That's why tech support is so helpful when they just call you right out of the blue. You give them your password to prove that it's you, and then boom, they get right in and make sure all your sensitive messages and photos are 100% safe. So helpful. What's taking this so long? The internet is so slow lately. At least you click the link in that email. So even though the website name wasn't spelled 100% correctly, you know they know where they want you to go. And luckily links are like elevator buttons, so you can just keep on clicking them to make them go faster and faster. Damn. But soon, you go to log into a site or a device, you type in your username, and that's it. Because you enabled passkey. No password to remember or forget or have hacked or fished or shoulder surfed or socially engineered. No two-factor token to have SIM swapped or sent to the wrong place or not sent at all. I've seen this new world. It's beautiful. But is it real? Yes, but not quite yet. And also, it's complicated. So... Let me explain. We've been working with industry leaders in the FIDO Alliance, including Google and Microsoft, to ensure that passkeys work seamlessly cross-platform. Two-step verification, security keys, and most recently, passkeys. We've laid the path for a future without passwords. Meaning passkeys will work pretty much everywhere you work, at least eventually. Apple announced their support for passkey, their implementation at WWDC 2022. You know that feature, the one that automatically fills in text message tokens for you? The one that everyone on Twitter says should get the team that made it a raise? Yes, Passkey is being implemented by that exact same team with every bit as much thoughtfulness and delight and as part of the same familiar autofill interface and experience that all of us have been enjoying for a good long while already. So basically, starting this fall when all the new versions of Apple software ships and developers start implementing it, you'll be able to log into your apps or services or accounts or devices or whatever the exact same way you do now, the same way you always have with a password like an animal. But then, then if and when they offer a passkey, you'll just tap or click to create one. Confirm you want to create it, authenticate with Face ID or Touch ID or password if you're old school. At that point, your iPhone or your other Apple device will generate a new cryptographically strong, unique passkey for your account, stored in your iCloud keychain, the same place it currently stores any and all of the passwords that you've either generated with it or saved to it, and you're done. Again, that's it. That's all. So how do passkeys actually work? Instead of you creating any old password that's then hashed and salted and stored all obfuscated like, hopefully, on a server, and just directly compared whenever you try to log in, but otherwise left there where you or the server can compromise it or have it cracked or hacked because an attacker would just need one or t'other. And traditionally, neither has been exactly super safe in our heads or in their hands. With passkey, 
it actually creates a unique pair of related keys, a private and a public key. The public key is stored on the server and it's not kept secret because it doesn't need to be, which means it can't be compromised like a copy of your password on a server can. It's almost more like a username in that way than a password. And then there's the private key that stays locked on your device and you don't know what that is and the server doesn't know what that is. So it's way, way more difficult to compromise. So what happens then is when you go to sign in, the server sends you a single use challenge. Your private key then generates a signature, basically a valid solution to that challenge because it's the only thing that can and sends that signature back to the server. And that means the private key never leaves your device, only that signature. Then the server validates the signature using your public key, which it has. And if it validates, you're signed in. In other words, the server, your account, can verify that you own the correct private key without ever knowing what that private key is. And yes, this effectively eliminates phishing because fake websites can't challenge for legit pass keys and traditional social engineering attacks because you can't be tricked into telling someone a pass key. It's not anything that you know. Even shoulder surfing because no one can sneaky peek at what you're typing when there's nothing for you to type. Same with carrier SIM swapping because pass keys don't need two-factor so there's no text token to intercept. There's no text token at all. Pass keys just phaser set to kill so many of the existing ones and are so much better hardened in general that simply by adopting them, everyone is gonna be way safer and far more secure. What if you created a pass key on your iPhone, but you wanna sign in on your iPad or Mac? Once one device generates a pass key, iCloud Keychain securely syncs it to every one of your devices, everything that's logged into the same iCloud account. What if you want to share it with your partner and they're logged into a different account? Also, not a problem, because if you really trust them, trust them to have your passkey, you can airdrop it right to them. What if you have multiple accounts, alts, all of that? Passkey is part of the exact same keychain system, the one that you already use. So it can offer you up any and all passkeys for any and all accounts available for that app or service, the one that you're trying to log into. And depending on how the implementation is done, it can even offer you a mix of pass keys, passwords, and sign-ins with like Apple that are available to you in that app or service. What if you wanna log into an Android or Windows device? Pass keys are being implemented by Apple, Google, Microsoft, and other members of the FIDO Alliance. Eventually, according to those platforms, there's gonna be zero lock-in, just next generation lockdown. What about us nerds who already use password managers for all of the things? We'll have the choice of moving to the platform secure passkey system, or if the password manager implements passkeys, staying with their secure system. And 1Password, Dashlane, LastPass, for example, have already announced they're committed to the FIDO Alliance and they'll be providing WebAuthn support. So if you don't wanna tie your credentials to a hardware device or to a specific platform, you'll still be able to tie them to a password manager service. What if you're 007 or in all seriousness, a journalist or dissident at high risk of being targeted by a nation state? Or what if you just don't trust biometrics? You can still use Passkey because just like every other system on your Apple devices, it'll fall right back to passcode or system password if that's all that's available or possible. You just threat level you. What if you need to log in on a device that isn't yours and doesn't have your keychain or your manager on it, like your aunt's best friend's cousin's badminton coach's club PC? and there's no password for you to remember or look up. 
the passkey system can present you with a QR code that you scan with your phone. Then the negotiation is handled between the browser and the device at the system level and over Bluetooth like continuity. So it forces a good amount of proximity. In other words, people can't try to hack their way in using this system from afar, like by emailing you a QR code or something like that. And because it's peer to peer and out of band from the login request itself, the server legitimately sees none of it. Your phone just picks a relay server and then you still have to authenticate on your phone with face ID or touch ID or passcode. And the challenge still needs to be answered by a valid signature solution on the server side, even if it's on a strange new PC in your aunt's best friend's cousin's badminton club. But what if you don't have your phone to scan that QR code with? What if that's the whole entire reason you're trying to log in on that damned badminton club PC anyway? Then yes, that's where things start to break down, just like they would with two-factor if you couldn't get the two-factor token. And why we'll probably still need recovery keys from our friends, which Apple introduced last year at WWDC, even passwords on recovery accounts for a good long while still. Because all of this is fresh and new. Apple's implementation is still in testing. Everyone else is still in the process of rolling out. And there will be plenty of slip twixt a beta and a ship. But the future has got to start somewhere. And it's starting now with pass keys and with razors, thanks to today's sponsor, Henson. They're not gimmicky. They're not complicated. They're simple. They're precise. Produced at an aerospace machine shop, family owned for 20 years, where they've made parts for everything from the ISS to the Mars rover. So they know, they know literally an unearthly amount about quality. That's how Hansen was able to build the best shaving angle, 30 degrees, right into the head design, which makes it easy to shave well. Not like safety razors that can nick or cut or irritate you if you get the angle or pressure or direction even slightly wrong. With Hansen razors, the blade sticks out only 27 microns. The built-in channels make it easy to remove hair and cream with a quick rinse. And as someone who used to go through packets and packets of neon razors and all the waste that went with them, using Henson is like a dream. And the best part, the absolute best part, is that this aerospace quality razor is designed to work with standard recyclable blades. In fact, when you click the link below and use code Renee Ritchie, they'll even send you 100 blades free with your razor. So click that button or the link in the description and use code Renee Ritchie to get a free 100 pack of blades when you purchase your razor. Clicking on that button just really helps out the channel. And so does hitting up this video for way more on Apple's latest announcements. All the info, all the details, just hit it up and I'll see you in the next video.